and welcome to this episode of the Dodger and Trash Show. It's just going to be trash tonight today. We've got a lot of stuff to, stuff to talk about. So we, we really didn't have time for a, a guest host. Uh, and uh, oh, let's just go ahead and say it, and, and just say it. Uh, we didn't even try and get a guest host this week. <laughs> so it, it's not, you know, I'm sure we could have found one. Easily. But, uh, easily. Uh, but, you know, it, it, you do, just, just a lot of stuff going on. We've got the, the uh, Player of the Month uh, predictions. Uh, or actually, yeah, it's, it's, was it this Friday that, that we got the new Player of the Month cards coming out and the Lightning card? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. That's in two days. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then we've got, uh, the, uh, the trade deadline coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, uh, some of the places or some of the players that could be dealt, uh, uh, before by the, the trade deadline. Uh, some big names, uh, I've seen uh, on this list here. Anyway, uh, so how was your big trash? What's that? your week? Oh, my week was interesting. Uh, been, uh, doing some work on YouTube and all that, but for the most part, I was uh, uh, pretty laid back and kind of just kicked back and chilled. If you uh, were able to make World Series, but I'll have to watch the video to find out, and if you want to watch <laughs> the video, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so, <clears throat> I don't know what we should talk first. Uh, I guess we'll 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 just uh just we'll just start off uh with the big news uh that I just found out about. Uh Julio Jones is now a uh Tennessee Titan. Uh are you surprised by that? Uh, because he wanted to go to a team that that he thought could win. Uh and I'm sorry, but I just don't see the Tennessee Titans as a team uh, that is going to be uh, successful as maybe, uh, let's say, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or uh, the New England Patriots. I think that's where he really wanted to go was the New England Patriots. But yeah, what do you think of this trade, Trash? Uh, definitely expected Julio to get trade. He had came out and said he really wanted to play for a contender. And if you're in the Falcons mm -hmm. right now, Matt Ryan's going to be done any season now. Uh, and they're in a rebuilding phase, so, and they screwed up their draft pick. Yes, they had a good draft pick at four, but they should have drafted their cornerback, but that's not, mm -hmm. that's not the topic here. Uh, with Julio, I like this move for both sides. Uh, the Titans desperately need a receiver. Now, if they still had A.J. Brown, who they lost to free agency, I think to the Jets, um, then, then they'd be pretty good. But because they don't have really a good receiver outside of Julio, we don't know what to expect. Uh, I do think that the Titans will be hard to stop with Julio uh, and Derrick Henry. you got to account for both of those. If you shut one of them down, then you have another one that's going to be a menace for you. And just Tennessee has so many weapons now on their offense that they can finagle. Um, I do expect them to be good. I know they made that long playoff run. I think it was in 2018 when they knocked out the Ravens. I know a lot of people mm -hmm. had the Ravens pretty much going to the Super Bowl. So, Tannehill has shown that he can be a very good quarterback 
um, from his time in Tennessee. And I'm glad to see him because he was awful in Miami. But that's not the point either. Um, I guess if you're the Titans here, you, you're you kind of in that win-now mode. Kind of try push for the playoffs and try to see how far you can get in the playoffs. Now, if you're the Falcons, you're rebuilding. You only got two draft picks for him. You've already arguably messed up your, your past draft going with a tight end and not a quarterback. So, I guess if you're the Falcons, you you, you lost uh, a decent amount of value there with Julio. And uh, if, if you're also the Falcons, I don't expect you to be very good again. I expect you to be right up there with a top draft pick. I don't think you're going to be any good for a couple years because they've already kind of screwed up that start of that rebuild. But I think Julio kind of got what he wanted. I think both teams got what they wanted in terms of value. So I think Julio will be pretty happy as long uh, as, long as they uh, play a win and they make the playoffs. And I think uh, this trade will uh, really work out for both sides. Now, who uh, Did you mention who the uh, Falcons are getting in this trade? Two draft picks. Two draft picks. Okay. Uh, are they first or second round? Or? One is one is a twenty. Was it twenty twenty two or twenty three second round pick? And then they got a fourth round draft pick. Okay, so uh, th- th- this this pick definitely favors the uh, Tennessee Titans uh, easily. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So if you're if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, and I do know there are some Atlanta fans. Atlanta Falcons fans out there, are you? How are you feeling right now? Are you feeling discouraged? Are you feeling optimistic? Uh, how, how are you feeling about the future of this team? I mean, if I'm a Falcon fan, uh, I would be kind of furious with that trade. But you also mm-hmm. gotta understand if you're Julio Jones. Now, I hate to be a, a homer here, but kind of the same situation with the Stephon Diggs trade. He wanted out. Things weren't going well for in Minnesota, so they shipped him over to Buffalo. That's basically the same thing here with Julio. Uh, Falcons organization wasn't the best for him. He wants out. So they, they got him out of there. Um, I guess if I'm a Falcon fan, not all is lost. You still have Calvin Ridley, who I think was pretty much mentored by Julio. So I think he'll he'll be pretty good for you. But at the end of the day, I'd be kind of irate. But you got to understand it. And, and you got to understand it from both sides. Tennessee got what they wanted. And you guys are getting draft picks for your future and that rebuild. Now, I don't think that fourth round pick is all that valuable. But you definitely could get a really good, solid player in the second round. And maybe get a steal of a player in the fourth. I, I If I'm a Falcons fan, I think I'm I'm okay with this trade. Yeah, and, and what, what round was uh, was Tom Brady taken when he was drafted? Like the fifth I, or the sixth. It was really late. Yeah, yeah. So, so you never know what what could happen. I mean, uh, you could get the next Tom Brady. Who knows? Um, it's not likely, but you know, it's okay. Uh, okay. So the next uh, thing football related I wanted to talk about. I saw something on ESPN yesterday where, uh, well, you live in Wisconsin, of course. Yeah. So you would probably, or maybe you've heard uh, some Packer fans talking and stuff. Uh, There's some word that this whole deal with Aaron Rodgers 
as dividing Packers fans. Uh, do you? Is that what you're hearing too, or are you hearing something else? It, it's a toss up because you have to look at the news sites that you, that are coming or that that's coming from. I've had some reliable sources say that, and I've had some non-reliable sources. So you don't really know. <laughs> Um, again, I, we, our, our, us Packer, well, not me as a Packer fan, but, uh, my family as Packer fans, I guess, I mean, Aaron's been kind of that staple for, since he's been drafted and since Brett Favre had retired, so I guess playing the whole loyalty thing, I don't know, uh, what I say would be dividing us, not necessarily because we are one of the most passionate fan bases in football, or at least I like to think and what we've shown, I don't think that's going to matter in terms of our fans and whatnot. So, honestly, at this point, I really think that Aaron Rodgers is trying to spark up the media and just get people to talk. I'll say again, I think he stays in Green Bay, but Rodgers is going to just gonna talk, talk, and talk, but nothing's going to come of it. Yeah. Well, and I know uh, here in Idaho, there are a lot, well, it's predominantly uh, Seattle Seahawks fans. But there are quite a few Packer fans here. Uh, and that's, I mean, uh, the, I think the Packers ha- have quite the fan base. I think they have a, a, a bigger fan base than people would expect because, um, I, I mean, it, they, they just have that history, uh, that, that winning history. You go back to the days of... Uh, of uh, uh, <laughs> no, I can't remember the name. The the uh, the the trophy's named after him, and I can't remember the name. Uh, Vince uh, Vince, uh, that was Vince a Lombardi, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Vince Lombardi, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of history behind that team, uh, and I I know a lot of fans uh, are, are they're spread out all over the country or all over the world, possibly. Um, anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and we'll get on to uh, some MLB topics here. Uh, you mentioned that Tuesday is the big day. Uh, the new uh, Player of the Month uh, or uh, Player of the Month cards are going to be announced with the new Lightning card. Uh, okay, you, sh- you sent me a link. And I w- what, okay, I'm, w- I'm just going to give him credit for this. This is who we're, I'm using, uh, or who, who we're using uh, as a guide for this. Uh, it was was it pseudo LG. Is that who it that was? That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, shout out to pseudo LG. Uh, let me uh, open up my YouTube here just in case, because I want to make sure we give him proper credit. So, history, da, da, da. Yeah, pseudo-LG, so, uh, it's P-S-E-U-D-O-L-G. Uh, I don't TikTok, so, <laughs> I, I don't use, I, yeah, I, I'm 52 years old, I have no, no, maybe I should do TikTok, I don't know. Uh, maybe that would kind of bring more fans or something I don't know, um, but uh, so I had to I had to look him up on YouTube. Uh, guys, I mean he's he's got really good content. Um, I I will definitely uh, hit, hit that subscribe button. Hope you 
as well do too. Um, and uh, tell them we sent you. Um, so uh, anyway, here's here's his list of players that he has going. Uh, uh, or uh, he, he, here, here's the players he has as the uh, player of the month cards. Uh, and we're going from gold all the way down to uh, di or up to diamond. Uh, so we got first of all Ian Kennedy of the Texas Rangers, uh, and that trash is going to hit you with the stats that uh, uh, is, uh, qualifies him as the player of the month card. Yes, sir. All right, let's see. Just looking at strictly his uh, month of May, I suppose the emerald. That's okay. Um, let me see if it can pop it up. Um, let's see. He has... Alright, just looking at the last 30 games, so that's roughly a month or so, a little over a month. Uh, he's got a no, no record. He has a 2.53 ERA in 21 games with 12 saves, 21 innings pitched, gave up 6 hits, 6 earned runs, 7 walks, 25 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.08. So for, for 30 games... That's pretty good. Um, looks mm -hmm. like that's kind of what he's been average. That's what his stat line is, even. Uh, so even then, I think that that'd be a great, great candidate. No, do I think it'd be a great card? Probably not, but it'd be a good candidate. Yeah, I mean, it will be a gold card. So I mean, he's it's not gonna probably uh, make either of our squads. Um, but anyway, I'm sure somebody will use him and. and Hopefully have good success with him. Uh, next up, we have Adam Frazier of the Pittsburgh Pirates. What do you got on Frazier? This one I'm excited for, if I can find him. But I know I, I like to tease my Pirate fans, I, especially homophobic, but that's not anything. Uh, where is he? Do -do 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 there he is. Adam Frazier. Um, Sorry. Who doesn't love to tease a pirate fan? Right? Oh, jeez. Oh, Adam Frazier. All right. So, last 30 games and 119 at-bats, he has 44 hits, two home runs, 13 RBIs, 10 walks, 15 strikeouts, one stolen base, and an average of 370 with an OPS of 427 and a slugging percentage of 538. That is insane. <laughs> I know yeah. Adam Frazier was going off and was doing really good, but I didn't think he was that good. Yeah. I mean, I, I have... This is news to me. I mean, like, I, I usually just follow Dodgers, and, and I could care less about any of the other teams except for uh, <laughs> the uh, the Padres or the Giants because they're, the, they're in first and second place in the National League West. So uh, I always, you know... Make you know, check them out too. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I had no idea Adam Fraser was having the the month uh, that he's having. So yeah, good for him. Uh, next up, we've got Brandon Crawford of my hated Ooh. San Francisco Giants. Uh, I, he's having uh, he had had a phenomenal uh, month of May, uh, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can find his name really quick because this kind of sucks. There he is. Okay. Um, last 30 games, he had 95 at-bats, uh, I think that says 23 runs, 28 hits, 8 homers, 27 RBIs, 17 walks, 
He had 28 strikeouts, though, but yeah, with stolen base, an average of 295, OPS of 409, and slugging of 621. That's not bad. It just his, he's striking out a little bit more than he does walk. So that definitely is concerning, but he's been hitting yeah. the ball really, really well. So I, I definitely like this as a player mm. of the month pick, too. Yeah. Um, next up, we got uh, Taiwan Walker of the New York Mets. Uh, that's so uh, that's, yeah, that's good news for Mets fans. Uh, but yeah, do you got anything on, on him? Um, let's see. I don't know too much about him in terms of stats. All right. Last. Whoa. Uh, the last um, 15 games looks like they don't have anything for uh last 30 games. He has a four and two record with an ERA of 2.17 in 10 games in 10 starts with a total of 54 uh, innings pitched. Gave up thir 34 hits, 13 earned runs, 20, 23 walks, and 51 strikeouts with, uh, with well, a 1.06. And, and I'm sorry, but I'm still a little surprised that the Mets are having as good of a, uh, as good of a season uh, that they are right now uh, with uh, Francisco Lindor not having the best season right now. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're, they're doing it without him, without his, uh, his, uh, offensives and, and well, from what, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's doing okay on defense. I don't know. Um, but it, offensively, he's not having the best, uh, year. I think he's batting under 200. I think. That's, yeah. That's he's like been bad. Yeah. So, um, anyway, next up we've got, uh, Riley, and this is. This was a bit of a controversial pick, I guess, because uh, he's already got uh, two diamond cards. He's got his flashback diamond card, and he's got uh, his uh, prospects diamond card. Uh, but uh, uh, this is this is who Sudo uh, LG picked. Uh, so, uh, uh, what what's Austin Riley's uh, month of May looking like? Let, I know just at the top of my head, he was killing it. And he's finally turning around to be the player that the Braves have wanted or in that hope for. Oh, where is he? There he is. Austin Riley. Okay. Um, let's see. I know. I think his average might be high. Come on. Oh, there we go. Uh, last 30 games and 110 at-bats. He has 17 runs, 34 hits, 7 homers, 18 RBIs, 11 walks, 40 strikeouts. Okay, that's bad. Uh, with a 309 average, a 376 yeah. OPS, and a slugging of 564. So he's hitting the ball well, but he's striking out a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, I hitting a baseball is so hard. Uh, and the, unfortunately, uh, in this season, there are a lot of strikeouts. Uh, so, I mean, look, at, look how many no-hitters there have been so far. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been any more since. Uh, who was the last person that that hit, had a no hitter? Was it? Uh, was it? Um, um, oh my gosh! No, I I am just blanking on names right now. Um, it wasn't uh, uh, the guy for the Tigers. I why can't I think of his name? Spencer Turnbull. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I, I'm I'm very surprised that uh, there hasn't been more. Uh, and uh, I I'm you know who knows there could be two or three this week. You know, uh, if that happens, then a T-shirt to somebody. Okay, oh. so <laughs> yeah. I, I, you got to do whatever you can do to get people to to to, to interact and, and have them know that let us know that they're actually listening to the show. How many, by the way, let's just get into this. How how many people listened last week? Um, I believe seven, but let me fact check that. I have way too many tabs open. Uh, yeah, seven. Seven. Okay, so that was up from the the week before is three. <laughs> Oh yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah. Um. Anyway, that's baby steps, you know. Okay. So now we're moving on. Uh, we're going to uh, Jesse Winker. Now this, Ooh. a lot of people have saying saying that oh yeah, Jesse Winker. Uh, put it in the stinker. Uh, he he's gone. Uh, he's player of the month. Uh, in fact, some were even saying he's should be in consideration for the lightning card. Um. But it looks like he's just going to be the diamond card, uh, the di- diamond player of the month. Uh, he's having a phenomenal, uh, or he had a phenomenal month of May. Yeah. Uh, last 30 games, 119 at-bats, 26 runs, or, yeah, run or 28 runs, 40 hits, 11 homers, 21 RBIs, 13 walks, 21 strikeouts with an average of 336. Uh, OPS of 410 and a slugging percentage of 655. Yeah, that that's that, that that's pretty good. Um, um, okay, moving on. Uh, we're going to Kevin Gosman of the San Francisco Giants. Now, this was a guy um, that dominated the Dodgers uh, in their last series. Uh, I, you know, I hated to. Uh, to uh, see the Dodgers lose three or four games after they, uh, I think they swept the the Giants at home. Uh, so, and it doesn't seem like the Dodgers have really quite recovered yet. <laughs> um, go go ahead and, and give us the stats you got there on Kevin Gossman. All right, last fifteen games, he has a seven and zero record with a one point two seven ERA in twelve games that mm-hmm. he started. With 77.2 innings pitch, she gave up 43 hits, 11 earned runs, 16 walks, but struck out 93 batters. It has a whip of 0.76. Wow. <laughs> now, That's ridiculous. That, that is insane. Now, let me, let me just say this. Do you ever remember there being a pitcher as a lightning player, player of the month card? Uh... James Paxton, I think, last that's, year. But that, I think they brought that what, card back. But he was still technically right. a lightning card. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, okay. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I, I think if you're a Giants fan, I think, I think you got to be a little pissed that this isn't a lightning card. But you know what? It, it's still a good card. I'm going to probably... Uh, have to uh, grind for this card uh, and see how well he does in my rotation. Um, anyway, uh, now we go to uh, 
no, no bias here. No bias whatsoever. I think I know who this is. So too. Yeah, Max Muncy of my Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, now, he, he was having a real good month. And then he, he got hurt. He hurt his ankle or something. And he's now day-to-day. But you know what? We all day-to-day. You really think about it. Um, go ahead and give us the stats you got on Max Muncy, Muncy for his uh, month of May. All right, uh, 101 at-bats with 24 runs, 30 hits, 10 homers, 19 RBIs, 18 walks, 25 strikeouts, a stolen base with an average of 297, OPS of 413, and a slugging of 644. Yeah, there, there was a time when it seemed like Max Muncy was hitting a, a homer, a, a, at least a homer in every game. Uh, so, especially, uh, when they were playing the Giants, I mean, he, he basically, I mean, if, if, if the Dodgers could have just played against nine Max Muncy's, the Dodgers (laughs) probably would have swept that series at home. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, you can't clone Max Muncy. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I, you know, this is going to be a really, Big card. I mean, and this is something that Pseudo LG talked about too in his channel. He, he his live series card just went diamond. I did not know that. I didn't really uh, pay attention to the last uh, roster update. I've been kind of busy with personal things and stuff, and haven't been really grinding on the game. Uh, in fact, I just got the uh, diamond um, Gary Sanchez. Uh, card today. I I uh, started on the uh, the the East. Uh, what was it the uh, East of uh, Team Affinity East uh, conquest map? Uh, the, yeah, I think it's like the East if East Team Affinity Two conquest map. Yeah, I started on that yesterday and, and finished it up uh, this morning. No, I finished it up. Uh, Early the afternoon, late afternoon, for the podcast started, of course. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to feel more confident uh, next time I go into a uh, ranked seasons game. Uh, right now, I'm six and four. I've lost my last two games, and I've been really down because of it. I mean, my last game, I, I rage quit because the guy was up by seven, seven, seven runs. It was seven to nothing, and and I can't even remember the pitcher he was using. But it, I think it was um, it was uh, what's his name for the Chicago White Sox? The uh, the uh, no, it was uh, the other flashback one that the 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 future star is one of him. Um, Michael Kopech. Yeah, Michael Kopech. So, uh, I yeah, I did not get use yeah, grab that card. I think I grabbed some other card, but maybe I should have grabbed that Kopech card because <laughs> it seems like everyone else did. Anyway, uh, so only with one card left. That would be the lightning card, and uh, a certain uh, streamer or YouTuber named Kevin God should be very happy with this. Your lightning card for the player of the month uh, of May is Marcus Simeon. Uh, 
for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, what stats you got on Marcus Simeon for the month of May? Just first glance, these pop off the charts. Uh, 124 at-bats, he has 24 runs, uh, 43 hits, 7 homers, 18 RBIs, 13 walks, 34 strikeouts with 2 stolen base, but has an average of 347 with an OPS of 413 and a slugging percentage of 629. Yeah, and, and this was a name that everyone was throwing out uh, when... Uh, like a couple of weeks ago, when people were trying to predict, uh, you know, who was going to be the next lightning card. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I think this is very well deserved. Uh, yeah, I um, have no ill uh, will toward anyone uh, or any, to Marcus Simeon. I think he definitely deserved it over Max Muncy. He, he just had had a had a better month. Uh, absolutely. So congratulations to all you uh, Blue Jays fans out there. Uh, you you guys deserve it. I mean, look at the look at the year that Vladimir Guerrero's having. I mean, he's just having a phenomenal year. He's leading the uh, majors in home runs, I believe. I think so. I can fact check that real quick, but yeah, you know, he's go, like go, top go ahead and three. Let's find out. Let's see. I know I'm, he's. I'm up thinking there. he's. Yeah, I think uh, he's leading. If I let's see, if I'm yes, he is with eighteen. Mm-hmm. Who who is behind him? Do you know? Um, I think Otani is right there with him. I don't know if it's uh, behind, if he's behind. Um, let's see if he'll tell me. Oh, here. Whoa. Um, do 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 do. Where's home runs? Uh, it's Jesse Winker with seventeen. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. I, I think I remember hearing about that. All right. Okay. So now we're going to move on to uh, another topic. We are going to move on to uh, trade rumors. Uh, speaking, you know, uh, we had one uh, trade here in the NFL. Uh, now we're going to move on to uh, MLB trade rumors. Uh, the trade deadline is coming up. I could not really get a a set date, uh, unfortunately, uh, when the trade deadline is. So, uh, um, it, it, it's, it's, I think it's in July, first part of July. I'm not sure. I couldn't get a, a definite answer on that. But, uh, anyway, here's a list. Uh, this is also by MLBTradeRumors.com. This is a list of their, uh, the players that they think that are going to be making a move. Uh, there are going to be some, uh, obvious choices here, uh, and there's going to be some that maybe not be so obvious. Uh, first that they have is is John Gray, uh, right-handed pitcher. Right, right, yeah, right-handed pitcher from the Rockies. Uh, Rockies are just they're having a, a a fire sale right now. Uh, I mean they they give up they give away uh, Nolan Arenado for a a twelve pack of Coke and <laughs> and uh, a bag of Cheetos and. Um, yeah. So the uh, yeah uh, was it the, 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 just reading off of what they're saying here? Uh, the former number three pick, overall pick, and top prospect is in the midst of a solid rebound campaign, but he'll be a free agent at season's end. The, Rock, the Rockies probably won't issue a qualifying offer without a huge finish. 
to the year and starting pitching is always in demand at the deadline. Yeah, I don't think that uh, the, the Rockies are going to have a huge finish to the year, unfortunately. Um, anyway, next uh, we have another Rocky. Just take a guess who you think it is. Trevor Story. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, this this was, yeah, I think a lot of people are surprised he's he's still in the team right now. Uh, but uh, if if you were, if you just had a guess, who do you think Trevor Story goes to uh, at the trade deadline? Oh, um, I could see him going somewhere that, that could need a shortstop, but also, also a contender. Uh, yeah. And by all means, uh, I'll take him. Uh, we, we'll move Javi Bias to shortstop. We'll, we'll or uh, to second base. We'll just slide Trevor Story in there at shortstop. We'll be all good. But no, if we're being realistic here, although that does sound good in my head, but sure. Um, call me crazy, but maybe even the Giants. The Giants have been kind of red hot lately, and I think Story could kind of fit right there in that lineup very nicely. Okay. But it, it, as long as they can keep it going until the trade deadline. So that might sound okay. crazy, but if you actually kind of plug him into that team and look at the surrounding cast, I think him and Yastrzemski would kind of make a great duo, honestly. Yeah, I, I think I think the some people would probably even say, I mean, you, you got the Yankees. I mean, they're the evil empire. Uh, I, they, they've got, they, I'm sure they've got the money. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I, w- I would like to say the Dodgers. I'm, you know, Corey Seager, he, he's been, uh, he's, I hate to say this, but he's been injury prone. Uh, so I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know when he's going to be back from that broken hand. Um, and, you know, I, I, I love Corey Seager to death. Um, I don't know. I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I would I I, I I I would like to say the Dodgers, but you know I'm I I I'm too much of a Corey Seager fan. Okay, <laughs> moving on, we've got uh, Mitch Hanniger of the uh, Mariners. Uh, the Mariners are, are another team that are not having the greatest year. Uh, they got a lot of young talent coming up, uh, like. Uh, uh, Kyle Lewis, you got uh, Jared Kalinick, Julio Rodriguez, and Taylor Trammell. So they have they have the 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 future stars in place to to uh, turn that team around. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think Mitch Hanniger makes a lot of sense though. Uh, you agree with that? I see you nodding your head, but a lot of people. Are, are not watching you. So. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. And I say that because I know Tramel's been bouncing from majors into minors. Kalanick yeah. hasn't shown that he can be good at the major league level quite yet. He's atrocious yeah. right now. Julio Rodriguez right. isn't going to get called up quite yet, or at least I don't think he should like they called up Kalanick. I don't necessarily think that outfield is quite, quite ready. Uh, to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Justin Elfield's not going to push a team to be good. Uh, Kyle Lewis is a nice starting piece to kind of build around with that outfield, but with Kelnick being atrocious and Rodriguez not being quite ready, I really think you should keep on Hanniger until 
you can kind of get Rodriguez called up and hopefully Kalnick turns it around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Matthew Boyd of the Detroit Tigers. Um, <laughs> going going from what I see here, uh, from what BetradeRumors.com uh, is saying, uh, the Tigers held on to Boyd when he was one of the most oft-mentioned trade candidates in the game in 2019, but their club control on him is beginning to dwindle. Boyd is eligible for free agency after the 2022 season, and he's enjoying a nice year, thanks largely to a new look challenge or change-up uh, that has helped him neutralize opposing right-handers. So long as Boyd stays healthy and reasonably effective, the summer will be his trade value's apex. It's hard to see him sticking around into August. So, I, yeah, I, 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 and and this is another name too uh, that I've seen another on a, on another website's uh, prediction too. Uh, they also had Matthew Boyd as uh, a name that uh, could be moved uh, by the trade deadline. So uh, we got uh, another uh, name. We got Tyler Anderson of the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. He's a left-hander. Um, what do you think about this? Uh, you have any thoughts on this one? I mean, if he's solid... Yeah, even just for a couple games, hopefully a season, you might be able to get some decent value out of them. I don't expect much in return. Maybe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a a, a low end prospect, maybe kind of mm-hmm. just outside of the top thirty range. But I don't expect anybody to give up like anything for him. Yeah, according to uh, to to uh, MLB trade rumors, he's pitching his best baseball since his rookie year in two thousand sixteen and sporting. Career best marks in swinging strike rate and opponent's chase rate. So, yeah. Um, Adam Frazier is the next on the list here. Uh, we just talked about him. Uh, he is uh, going to be uh, one of the, uh, the the gold player of the month cards here. Um, uh, he says here, Frazier has put last year's awful season in the rearview mirror and is in the midst of the best start of his six-year career. Uh, the 29-year-old has ample experience at second base and in the outfield, and he could fill in as a starter or a versatile bench option for any contain- contending club. Uh, so, yeah, what are your thoughts on this one, Trash? Uh, I'm just baffled to hear that, only because he's been very good this season. If I'm the Pirates and you're actually going to rebuild then yes, move him at the deadline and try to get some pieces. But mm-hmm. if you're going to try to build around Frazier as one of your bright spots with him, Cabrian Hayes, O'Neal Cruz, uh, just as a building piece, you got to keep him. Um, if possible, maybe try to get him back for another season. And if he can kind of play the same that he's re- playing right now, maybe look to bring him yeah. back, whether you re-sign him on a brand new contract or you give him an extension, whichever. But I really don't think the Pirates should move him unless they really are trying to um, test the market with him and really just completely rebuild and then hopefully re- uh, rebuild around O'Neill Cruz and Combrian Hayes. But at the moment, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade him. Now, since you have a little bit of time from now until the deadline, if he starts to slow down and you see signs that he's not going to be very good like he's been playing, then, yeah, I think it'd be smart to move him. But at this current moment, mm-hmm. I say he needs to stay. 
this is this is the reasoning behind it. They're they're saying that the the four point three million million dollar salary is incredibly the second largest on the Pirates behind Gregory Polanco. So maybe it's all about saving money. I don't know. Um, maybe the money they save is uh, money they can spend on on somebody next year. I don't know. Uh, but they they. As far as I can remember, they've always been kind of a small market team. I think. I think. I don't. I can't remember the last big, big signing that they've had. So, anyway. Uh, now uh, we're going on to Richard Rodriguez, another uh, uh, right-handed pitcher of the Pirates. Um, it says one of the most anonymous high-end relievers in the game. Uh, the 31-year-old Rodriguez boasts a 2.84 ERA, a 27 and 4 percent. Oh no, excuse me, a 27.4 uh, percent strikeout rate and a 6.7 percent walk rate, dating back to 2008. Or excuse me, 2018 with the Pirates. Wow. So, uh, is this a name that surprises you, or uh, you're 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 you kind of predicted this. I mean, I, I kind of saw it coming only because he's been kind of bad the the with the time that he's been uh, with them. I, he, I, from what I've seen in terms of stats and just him playing, he doesn't really have many pitches that he can use effectively. Um, maybe if he, he throws in some more pitches, maybe he'll be good. But right now, he just hasn't shown that he can be dominant at, at the major league level, or at least for the for the pi- Pirates. Okay. Uh, moving on, we're going to go to uh, Kyle Gibson, uh, the Rangers right-handed pitcher. Uh, I, I don't know much about right uh, Kyle Gibson. I'm, I yeah, I um, haven't really followed the Rangers much. Uh, but uh, you're you're the stats guy. I mean, what wh- what do you have on Kyle Gibson there? I mean, is is this uh, uh uh is this something that you've also saw coming? Yeah, Gibson's getting up there in age. Um, the the Rangers have been very very bad. Uh, outside mm-hmm. of Gallo and and uh, Dolores Garcia, but he's just he can't be that guy. And when your rotation's already struggling, and you haven't really made a, a ton of effort to get a, a at least a decent, not like a superstar, but but a decent guy in that rotation, it, it shocks me. And I think that they definitely need to move him, but they need to actually get some good pieces for him, and not just like a short term uh, term answer. Yeah. Um, here's another Ranger. There's a, there's a couple Rangers on here, actually more than a couple. We'll get to the other uh, Ranger here in a few. Uh, but we got uh, uh, Ian Kennedy. <laughs> Just talked about him in the, uh, in the Player of the Month uh, uh, topic there. So um, is this another name that, that you saw coming as well? Yeah, he's, he's, so, he's shown a little bit of hope, but he, he can't figure it out. Uh, even with the Royals, he was okay, but he just can't figure it out. He's getting up there in age, and uh, I again, he he's got to figure that that rotation out and make an effort to get somebody be- a lot better than him 
Um, or yeah. even uh, move into the, or I think he might be a, a bullpen arm now that I think about it. Either way, he's just not been good at all uh, for as long as I've known him uh, in, in the MLB. Yeah. I think, and now I could be wrong, but I think he might have played a year for the Dodgers as well, unless I'm thinking about somebody else. I don't know. Um, could be, I'm thinking about something, somebody else. Oh, well. Uh, now we go on to Kendall Graveman of the Mariners. Um, the Mariners are, did, I think this is just a, another uh, rebuilding move here. Um, so, yeah, uh, what do you think about this this uh, move here? Graveman's been phenomenal this season for them. I don't think uh, it's time for them to part ways unless he starts to uh, decline now in the next couple weeks here, uh, leading up to the deadline. I think for right now, if I'm the, I'm the Mariners, I think stick it out, see what he, he can do for maybe the rest of the season. And then maybe decide what you want to do with them. You can always trade them in the off season too. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to uh, th- this name. Uh, I have a lot of. Oh, uh, let's see. It, it, there used to be a time whenever I heard this n- name coming uh, uh, from the Dodgers broadcast team that he was coming out of the bullpen. I would go like, "Oh, great! There goes the game." Uh, Yimmy Garcia. Uh, he he's uh, playing for the Marlins now, and he's having a phenomenal year. In fact, here uh, the this website uh, says the Dodgers' decision to non-tender Garcia in 2019 has proven regrettable because he's just here. It continues on and says since joining the Fish on a 1.1 million deal uh, uh, that winter. Garcia has turned in 36 point, oh no, excuse, excuse me, 36 and two-thirds innings of 1.23 ERA ball, striking out 29.2% of opponents and walking just 6.8% of them along the way. Now, this is my theory. Anytime you have somebody that goes from the Dodgers to another ball, ball club, they're just all of a sudden better. I don't know how it is or why that is. Uh, but yeah, it it just seems to happen that way. Uh, do you, you have any thoughts on that uh, deal or on that uh, move? Not really. I I think Garcia is a great pitcher. He's not nothing elite, but he definitely can get there at some point if he can continue his dominance. And with that Marlins team being yep. super young yet, in terms of that on the uh, offense. I think Garcia is a great piece to build around in that rotation, or not rotation, uh, bullpen, for the time being, mm-hmm. once you kind of get your, your younger players up in, up in the majors, uh, like J.J. Blade is the first guy that I think of now that Jazz is up. Um, it's all offense. Uh, I mean, you've got Edward Cabrera, you've got Six, though. Those are two great guys to build around in that rotation, but when you look at the bullpen, you don't really have many guys that are good and can shut down games like Garcia. So in my eyes, I think it'd be dumb for them to move him at the deadline. Right. Uh, This is a name uh, that strikes fear any Dodger fan whenever they play the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, We're talking about David Peralta. Uh, I'm sorry, but if the Diamondbacks... Deal, David Peralta. Uh, 
if you're a Diamondback fan, you can just throw in your, your fan card there because uh, this is this is a guy that has just been phenomenal for them. Um, let's see. how he, uh, he's been, Yeah, he, according to this, he's an above-average bat and solid corner defender throughout his career. Uh, he'll be halfway through a three-year, $22 million extension on a D-backs club that has been among the worst in the game. Uh, is, this a, is this a movie you like? For the Diamondbacks, yes. He has been an okay bat for the last couple of years, and his, his defense is solid, too. But he just, I've, he's been injured a lot the last couple seasons, to my knowledge, and and uh, he just hasn't been good for that um for that Diamondback team. So I definitely think he's he's a solid player, and I think a team could definitely value him. But right now, I I him more of a bench bat than a starter of anything, because I he can get he can get you a couple hits, and he can be a defensive replacement late in the game. But I just don't think he's starter material. And when I say that, maybe he'd be yeah. a great fit in Baltimore uh, on that bench and just provide a single or just a hit when needed. Interesting. Okay. David Fulmer, uh, he's another one that they have listed that could go at the trade deadline. Uh, they had a picture for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, they say, like... Former has a year of control beyond the 2021 campaign and was an off-mentioned trade uh, candidate earlier in his career. It's a little easier to see why Former wasn't moved as trading a former AL Rookie of the Year when he had four or even five years club control remaining would have required a massive haul. Uh, how are you feeling about this move? I not, not horrible. I. Uh, He's been all right, but he's had some good good games and he's had some bad games. It's kind of a hair miss with with him at times. But overall, Fulmer is kind of booey cheeks. Yeah, I mean they tried moving him to the bullpen, and I guess that's helped him a little bit. But he hasn't really oh. seen signs of being good at any time soon. You'd be lucky if you yeah. get uh, anything but a trash can back in return. Honestly, like here. Uh, we're, we'll trade you Michael Fulmer for this little, little physical trash can that you guys can throw your trash in or whatnot. So I don't expect yeah. him to be any good or get very good uh, in return either. Yeah. Uh, here's another uh, name. It, uh, another Rockies name. Uh, they're, they're just getting rid of everyone. <laughs> they're looking to get rid of everyone. you got CJ Cron, uh, first baseman for the Rockies. I. Uh, from what I could see, I mean, he had a home run against the Dodgers uh, this season. Uh, so he's, I mean, he's not, he's not a bad uh, bat to have in your lineup. Um, but uh, I don't know. How do you feel about C.J. Cron? He was very solid in Detroit uh, with his little time there that he had. Uh, I like him as a bench bat more than I do a first baseman. Uh, good lefty killer. Mm -hmm. uh, he's okay defensively, so he's not going to hurt you at first, but that's pretty much the only place you should be playing him. So I guess he's an okay player too. Uh, not Nothing special, unless he completely does a 180 and just like revamps his whole game, which I doubt happens. But you could get something very solid in return for him, so I like that a lot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
Now uh, we're, go we're going to two players now, both with the Angels, uh, Dylan Bundy and Andrew Heaney. Uh, Dylan Bundy had a phenomenal uh, season last year, even though it was kind of shortened. Uh, but um, this year, not so much. He, he's gotten rocked in his past three starts, and his ERA is spiking to 6.5. So, uh, and, and Andrew Heaney, uh, yeah, it looks like the Angels are... Yeah, they, they got a new front office and uh, trying to try to uh, make some big moves here. Uh, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I with Bundy, I don't know because before he came to the Angels, he had an ERA like that, and look what he did last year. Do we think that mm -hmm, happens mm -hmm. again? Honestly, that's a good possibility. But right yeah. now, if he. Uh, he's been really, really bad, and if that does happen again, like last year, they would take a whole another year from him to do it. So I mean, if you're yeah. trading him away now, and he just gets like an under two ERA next season with a whole another team, well, now you kind of look at look at yourself like, okay, well, that was kind of dumb. Now, in yeah. terms of Andrew Heaney, I like him as a solid arm. Um, I, I think the Rangers could use him. I think that definitely be an upgrade. Uh, why I think of them, I don't know. That's just kind of the first team that popped in my head. Um, maybe uh, do like a, like a Heaney for Gibson swap. Now, I think that would be completely dumb, but I could see it happening since they're both uh, looking to move them at the deadline for both of them. Now, I know this, is, this isn't this is exactly it. Um, I want to throw Jose Quintana in that mix of those Angels pitchers. Kind of the same situation. Okay. Uh, he hasn't been good for a long, long time. And I know when the Angels yeah. had picked him up, they had um, had high hopes for him. He didn't show that in Chicago with the White Sox or the Cubs. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him get moved along with those other two. Yeah. I, you know what? That is, that's, I like that Jose Quintana uh, pick. So very good uh, on that one. Um Okay, so moving on, uh, yeah, this is a long list. I mean, we could do like a two or three hour show on this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anybody would like that, but uh, you know, I think we'd get a kick out of it. Um, so anyway, uh, moving on, we've got uh, Jose Urena uh, from the Tigers. <laughs> um, any thoughts on any quick thoughts on that, real quick? Uh, the only thing that comes to mind when I hear Jose Urena is uh, Astro Hair. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but yeah. I think everybody is right there on board with me. Um, besides yeah. that, though, he's atrocious. I don't know how he's still in the majors. He's just that awful. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Razel Iglesias. I mean, the Angels. Okay, this was a point I and I forgot to mention this. Uh, I I wanted to kind of keep things moving and not dwell on the Angels so much. But here, here's the thing: you you have. Uh, you have uh, Pujols, who uh, was struggling uh, this year, and, and the Angels release him. He goes to the Dodgers, and he seems, he seems like he, he's happier. He seems like he's, he's uh, I don't know, he seems like he's, he's kind of like become the Albert Pujols of maybe three or four years ago. Uh, he, you know, uh, he's... Definitely not the Albert Pujols, the the the, uh, the Albert Pujols of ten years ago or twelve years ago. Um, 
you know what? He 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 looks a lot happier. He's he's hitting a lot better. I mean his his batting average is it's 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 kind of improved from uh, you can want to compare uh, the doctors compared to when he was with the Angels. He's got a higher batting average. I mean, not I you know huge huge difference, but you know it's still better. I'm trying to be optimistic as a Dodger fan here. But uh, he even okay. He, the the did you hear about the game today? I did not. Okay, the, the Dodgers lost four to two to the Braves. All the all the uh, uh, Dodger runs, Albert Pujols batted in. He he's accountable for. Well, yeah, he 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 had a single. I I don't remember which inning it was. It was probably one of the like third or fourth or fifth inning. Um, but uh, it comes up in the ninth against. You could say he's probably one of the best relievers in the National League, Will Smith, and he hits a bomb off of Will Smith. I mean, this this is something I don't think any of us could have. Predicted, uh, but yeah, um, he 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 uh, scored all or not scored, but he uh, had all the RBIs for the Dodgers today. Uh, he's yeah. So um, I don't know what's going on in, in uh, Anaheim. Uh, I I don't want to use the Los Angeles because they are not the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> they are they are they are the Anaheim Angels or the California Angels. I'm sorry, I'm not going to call the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, I guess even though I technically, I technically I just did, but you know what I mean. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't know what's going on there. In that organization uh, players don't seem happy. Players don't uh, seem like they want to perform to the best of their abilities. And Tommy, the great Tommy Lasorda, once said, "Contented cows give better milk." And you look at what's going on uh, with the Dodgers. They're happy. Sure, they're not losing. They're not winning every game, but they're having a better season than the Angels are. That's for damn sure. Um, so there's got to be something that's going on in that organization. Um, but yeah, you you got Rachel Iglesias, the guy that they picked up from the Reds, uh, and now he's all he's already. Uh, uh, Rumor to be on the move at the trade deadline. Does this surprise you at all? Yes and no. I don't like it because they went out of their way and traded for him. I love the Glacius with the Reds. I think he pitched very solid. Not Nothing great, mm -hmm. though, either. But definitely could get the job done. Can close out games, get you some saves. Uh, I think they're giving up on him a little bit too soon. Uh, I yeah. think give him, uh, give him a little bit of time. Maybe even just send him down to the minors and just to get his fundamentals down or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely yeah. think they're giving him up, giving him or uh, giving up on him a little too early. So I would like to see him uh, stay there and hopefully work with the pitching staff there and hopefully improve his game and some sometime, hopefully soon, uh, he can be a, a lights out closer. Yeah. Next up, it's a huge, huge name. 
Joey Gallo uh, of the Rangers. Um, how, does this, is this name uh, surprise you at all? I mean, kind of. Uh, I mean, Gallo's going to be good anywhere he goes, I think. Um, but now that tells me, as uh, from the Rangers' point of view, your main rebuilding is probably going to be around Adolis Garcia, which isn't bad. But what happens when he slows down and starts to be bad? Well, you traded away Gallo, who's your best player. So you must really want to blow up your team and really start from scratch if you're going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but at the same time, I would be demanding a lot for Gallo uh, because Gallo's been that good for that organization for years on years. Not that long, but I, I, yeah. I, I guess I'm confused by why that name would be thrown out there. I, I, I know the Rangers are, are bad and need to rebuild, but I really think Gallo should be your, your main piece to build around. Well, this is their uh, rationale here. They're saying Gallo is drawing walks at a career-high clip, and his strikeout rate is down to a career-low 34%. His power numbers have trended downward since opening day 2020. However, uh, and if Gallo isn't hitting like a 30 or 40 home run threat by the summer, the offers probably won't be enough for Texas to consider a move. Playing on a $6.2 million salary for the current season, Gallable is controllable through the 2022 campaign. So, yeah, maybe it's this is kind of a lesser possible trade, I guess. I don't know. I uh, Another name that they have is Nelson Cruz for the Twins. Um, any, are you surprised by that? Definitely. Um, only because he... I, I, I'll, 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 I'll give credit to Dravnik Bark here. He's the fine wine of hitting. And he really is. Uh, the more the or the older he gets, the better he gets, and it's insane. Um, but he's he's only good for a DH. Uh, I think everybody will agree there. He has no value anywhere else, not even in the outfield like he once did. Um, but I think that the Twins have benefited from his bat uh, in that DH mm-hmm. spot, and I think it'd be kind of stupid for them to move him when when he, they're getting a lot of production out of him, uh, it, even from a DH spot. Yeah, I think they're getting into more of the long shots now because, I mean, you got names like, uh, let's see, um, you got Michael A. Taylor. They're, they mentioned Eduardo Escobar and Azubel Cabrera for the uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, I don't think we, we should go through all of these. Um, I mean, going down, you've got uh, Jacob Stallings. I don't think there's any way... Jacob Stallings is is going to get traded. Uh, I think he's too valuable for the Pirates. Um, Spencer Turnbull uh, for the Tigers. Uh, uh, you got John Means and Anthony Santander and Trey Mancini oh, for no. the Orioles. No, so, no, yeah. no. Yeah, and Nick Castellanos of the Reds. No. Um, yeah, Madison Bumgarner. So, yeah, it's kind of getting ridiculous. Um, I I, I I honestly can see Madison Bumgarner ending his career with the Diamondbacks. I don't see him going anywhere. I mean, yeah, I, I think his, his best years are behind him. And, uh, yeah, he's, I don't know. Um, anyway, I'm not a big Madison Bumgarner fan either. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I, I probably 
should just keep my mouth shut. And anyway, um, uh, is there is there any other names that probably weren't on that list that you could just throw out there um, that you could think of? I I know I know of one name. I mean, that see that's a hard question because you gotta think of of where teams are at and whatnot. Yeah. It's a very hard question, but me being the sport geek that I am, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, you gotta try try to think of players that are are good enough to be moved at a deadline, and it's gonna be a lot of teams uh, that are rebuilding. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, maybe Colin Moran of the Pirates. He's got a decent yep. bat, but has no glove. But I would definitely think that, that a a team would take a chance on him for very little, maybe a, a draft pick and maybe a, just a random prospect. But I definitely think yeah. Colin Moran could get the job done with his bat and still be a very solid player. Yeah, that was that was one name uh, that's toward the bottom of the list. Well, it's actually they there's there's have like a list of uh, uh, the teams. And that says also uh, others to watch, uh, and that goes down to uh, um, uh, the Pirates. And you said Colin Moran. Yep, he's right there. He's the first one there. Um, now let's talk about your Cubs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, here, here's a list of Cubs that they give, and let's just see what you think. Uh, Zach Davies. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Davies was, for those who don't know, were, was in that U Darvish trade. He's been so bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Azalai, who I thought was going to be a whole lot worse, is playing better than Davies. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. like that trade to begin with, and I stand by that. Uh, Davies has never been that good. Uh, he was he was okay in, in Milwaukee, but that was about it. He's going to be a three, four, five ERA pitcher. I'm sorry. And I, I agree. He needs to get moved. Chris Bryant. No. <laughs> no, 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 uh, got... no, no. Um, yep. I'll, I'll really, that, that, that kind of angers me. He, oh, you, oh. Experience with, they've been experiencing, or blah, 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 experimenting with him in the outfield and whatnot, which I like. I mean, the man's probably be an all-star this season. He's showing that he's going back to that MP, uh, MP, MVP form from a couple of years Welcome ago. Welcome to my world. I, yes, when you can't talk, your yeah, tongue gets in the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that at all. He's a key piece in, uh, in that core. Uh, I, it'd be mm. extremely dumb for him to get moved, and I know there's a lot of talks that he didn't get triggered in the offseason. Please, I really don't want him moved, and I think it'd be extremely dumb for him to get moved because I would definitely put him in the top 15 um, of best third baseman. Yeah. So on those list for the Cubs, uh, players to watch at the trade deadline, Javier Baez. All right, who wrote this article? Because you I... are going cuckoo in your head. Javier Baez will not yeah. get moved. Uh, also, uh, we've got for the Cubs, uh, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, again, who wrote this article? No shot. I, I don't know. And you also got w- Wilson Contreras. Uh, 
Okay, so you're just trying to toss out the entire core of our team and really want us to think? Like, <laughs> no. come on, dude, use some common sense here, man. None Yo, of those I'm, guys I'm, will get traded other than Davies. The, the, one of the few teams they did not mention was the Dodgers, so there's no, well, no speculating here about, you know, who the Dodgers could get rid of. Um, I do have a, I, you know, a, a list, I'm just, just because they're not on there, I'm going to make up my own list uh, of players that they could probably move at the trade deadline. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm just going to say this because he's on my PlayStation uh, friend list and has never returned any of my messages. Uh, let's just, uh, oh, what is his name? Um, damn it. Uh, oh, gosh. Hold on. Uh, Matt Beatty. Yeah, Matt Beatty. Uh, he he's on the uh, PlayStation Network as uh, Beatty Bump Day. So yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, he, if if you don't respond to my messages, you're gonna get traded. Hopefully. <laughs> um, okay, and then uh, let's see another Dodger. They they could move at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, uh, I think. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people are kind of not sure on the whole DJ Peters experiment. So he could be another name that they could move. Uh, and uh, uh, I, that, uh, they have a pitcher who's just terrible. I think his name is Edwin Uceta. He They just got uh, moved down back to the minors. Uh, but if the Dodgers could get rid of him, trade him for somebody... Oh my gosh, he is just he, terrible. And he he came into a game one time, and I'm not exaggerating. I I think this is how it went. He walked. I mean, you you come into the game with no nobody on base, no outs, and you walk the bases loaded and cannot get a single out. I'm sorry. <laughs> that I think that was his, in his major league debut. And Yikes. yes, I know it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. You know, you come into a game, your major league debut. There's a lot of nerves going on. Going on. They're paying you money to go out there and, and, and throw a baseball over over home plate. Could do that, okay? Sorry, I've been a pitcher. It's not that difficult. I'm sorry. You you, you get me out there. You pay me money. I'll go out there at Dodger Stadium. Or wherever I'll throw the ball over home plate. Anyway, I, I mean, and it's going to be, you know, probably hit for a home run. Okay, though, so I threw it over the plate. Um. Anyway, uh, I, that's pretty much all the names I could think of right now. Um, I'm sure there's there's more. I don't even know if the Dodgers will make a move. They may not. I don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's go ahead and we'll. We'll uh, uh, get with get get to the uh, scores of the day, and then we'll wrap this up. We we've, we've been on for what hour a little over an hour now. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So people are probably tired of listening to us talk. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I gave away the score. Uh, Dod Dodgers uh, lost uh, two or three games to the Braves. They had the one good game uh, Friday. Uh, they had uh, a big, it was like an eight run first or second or third inning, something like that. They had a, a monster inning. 
And, and it looked like the Braves were all out of sorts. And, uh, uh, and they, they've been struggling the last uh, week or so. And they turned it around Saturday and Sunday. And, and uh, they take uh, two out of three games. Uh, Dodgers are three back in the National League West. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully they can turn it around. Orioles um, and Indians. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Orioles just kicked the living dog crap out of the out of the Indians, uh, eighteen <laughs> to five. Uh, the looks like the Orioles got six in the second, and five runs in the fourth, and then five runs in the seventh. Uh, so yeah, jeez, uh, um, poor fuzzy. Uh, but you know what? Okay, so uh, total disclosure here. Uh, I sent a message to Fuzzy asking him to be a, a guest on the podcast it's at some time. I'm not saying, you know, this week or next week, you know, just at some time. You know, that's mm. what you have to do. Is this when I send you a message, just, you know, give us some hope that you're going to be on the podcast. Just say, oh, sure, at some time, sure, I would love to be a guest on your podcast at some time. <sighs> Did you think I hear or heard back from him? No. No. So, and, the, and you know what? I, I've sent messages to Fuzzy. I've even gotten a message from Fuzzy, just out of the blue, where he sends me a message, a DM. And, and I'm like, what? You know, hey, this is really cool, you know? Hey, Fuzzy is, you know, thought of me and stuff and sent me a DM. So, uh, yeah, Fuzzy, this is karma coming back at you, buddy. Uh, you know, the Jim Rome has this jungle karma. Uh, we've got our, uh, what is it, our uh, Dodger and Trash show karma, uh, for lack of a better word. we got to come up with a better word for that sometime. I'm sure you'll think of something. You, 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 I'm sorry, you do pheno phenomenal uh, work. At coming up with the titles for the podcast, so I just want to make sure you, you get credit for that. And yeah, you, you do a you do a phenomenal job. I I could I could not think up of the the titles that you come up with, and and, and, and thumbnails, man, you're getting good at those thumbnails. Check you out. If, if you're not subscribed, if you're not subscribing to to Trash uh, Trash's uh, um, YouTube page, look him up, Trash for. Is it Trash Forever Thirteen on YouTube? Just of search course. for it. Yeah, just search for it and and hit that sub button. And in the meantime, you know, after you do that, check check out Dodger Man Games on YouTube too, and hit that subscribe button because I could sure use the support right now. Um, I I have not done a a YouTube video in like two weeks now. I haven't even streamed in like a week or so. I got to get. Back on the grind, uh, maybe. I won't brag. <laughs> yeah, you're, you you've been on the grind more than I have, so you know. Oh yeah. Props to you, but I just haven't had the time or the resources lately. Um. Anyway, um, personal life always gets in the way. I swear. Um. Okay. So uh, we're moving on now. Enough of my sad story here. Uh, we're going to the Phillies and Nationals. Um. Phillies uh, over the Nationals, twelve to six. Uh, I think Bryce Harper's going to be off the injured list here pretty soon. Maybe. 
So, um, yeah. So that would be good for, for all you Phillies fans out there. And, uh, Shelfie, uh, Marlins and Pirates, uh, Marlins take this one three to one. Um, yeah, Pirates, Pirates fans are, uh, if you're out there and if you're listening out there, uh, domophobic, <laughs> sorry, man. Um, um, Astros and Blue Jays, uh, Kevin G.O.D.'s bumming right now. Um, and man, I feel bad for that guy. I really do. I, I want him to go 12 and 0 someday. And I always, it's just when I watch his videos and he doesn't go 12 and 0, I don't know, it just feels like my heart just dies inside a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Astros beat the Blue Jays 6 to 3. Um, yeah, um, I think was it, um, Oh, who was it? Was it Carlos Correa that had a two or three, two two homer game on Friday? I think against them. That could I can't be. remember. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, Twins and Royals. Uh, twins take this one two to one. Um, I know a few Royals fans out there too. So, um, oh yeah, movie gaming TV. Yeah, big shout, big shout out to movie gaming. Uh, good guy, man. Good guy. You know, maybe I'm sure he would be on the podcast. You know, that's that's a name I, I should I should ask him if he would like to be on the podcast sometime because I would love to talk some some baseball with him too. Uh, we all could just talk have it have like a hour and a half podcast just talking baseball. That would be awesome. I'll, I'll have to send him a message. I'm sure he will reply to that. Okay. Um, I'm not bitter at all. All right. Uh, <laughs> so we got uh, White Sox and Tigers. Uh, White Sox take this one three to nothing. Oh, man. I, I feel bad for Chaotic Collision out there, man. If you're listening out there, Chaotic. Um, yeah, sorry, dude. See, he, he sent me a DM, DM today, and I replied back. So, yes, <laughs> I, I, I'm a good guy. Um, okay, uh, Reds and Cardinals. I, I got to get over that, but I don't think I ever will. Uh, <laughs> Reds and Cardinals. Uh, let's take this one, eight to seven. Uh, Cardinals. They, they, they. It was the Dodgers took two or three from the Cardinals, I believe. And uh, yeah, the Cardinals just kind of seem to be uh, all out of sorts, especially. The Dodgers, I don't know if you heard about that, 11-1 first inning for the Dodgers. I can't remember when, what day it was. It might have been Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, possibly. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. Dodgers had, had scored 11 innings on the, uh, on the Cardinals. Uh, Cody Bellinger had like six RBIs in that first inning. He he hit a, a two run double and then uh, had a grand slam. So so hopefully we'll see we'll see if he can if he's starting to hit right now. I don't think I'll have to look and see how Cody Bellinger did today. Let me look and see real quick because obviously he didn't hit today. Um, let's see here. Uh, actually, he had one hit, so good for him. He went one, one for four. So he's currently batting um, 196. 
And Pujols is batting. <laughs> Pujols has a higher batting average than Cody Bellinger right now. Uh, you can't make this stuff up right now. You can't make it up. Um, okay, so moving on, we've got uh, Brewers and and Diamondbacks. Uh, Brewers, uh, they uh, they win two to one, or excuse me, two to nothing. Um, a lot of a lot of shutouts uh, today. Uh, it seems like the Diamondbacks got shut out. Tigers got shut out. Uh, who else got shut out? Maybe that's it. And I'm just trying to... Yeah, maybe it's my mind that's playing tricks on me. Okay. Uh, so it was only the two shutouts. And yeah, okay. Uh, sometimes I'm an idiot. Um, so yeah. Um, now we move on to... Uh, oh, it looks, looks like the... Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, hold on. Did I get ahead of myself? I might have. That's okay. I talked about the uh, Cardinals game, or did I just kind of pass, pass over it? You said the score for it. it. Yeah, I said the score for it. I am sorry. Uh, yeah, Reds 8-7. to seven. Um, Yeah, I don't know what how I got off track or something like that. I don't know. Uh, sorry about that out there. Everyone listening to this. Uh, we, I just appreciate you guys. Everyone listens to this. Trash and I appreciate the hell out of you, and uh, we thank you for listening. And sorry for for my uh, uh, my brain farts here. Okay, so uh, Tampa Bay uh, faced the Rangers, and they won seven to one. Uh, how is? Have you heard anything about uh, Rosarena this year? <laughs> the year he's having. Uh, no, which means that he's probably very or has slowed down a lot. And he hasn't really done anything for that Rays team. Yeah. He he is currently betting 250. Excuse me. And for some reason, I couldn't get 252 out. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's betting 252. He did have a hit today. Uh... So, yeah, I don't think he had a home run, unfortunately. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was just a base hit. Yeah, maybe it was just a base hit. So, uh, but he only looks like he only had the two at-bats. No, I'm sorry. He had five at-bats uh, with only the one hit. So, yeah, he's not having the, the best of years. But, I'm sorry, there are a lot of players that are just having off-seasons off right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, Rockies uh, and the Athletics. Uh, you know what? This is yeah, the Athletics ha have just about uh, the opposite record uh, that the Rockies do. Athletics have a thirty-five and twenty-six record. Rockies have a twenty-four and thirty-six record. Who do you think wins the game? I honestly, it could go either way. Yeah, well, Rockies, Rockies win this one three to one, and it was at Coors Field, so a very low scoring game for a game at Coors Field. Oh yeah, uh, they got Colorado. Only, I mean, every each each team, of course, the Athletics only scored single runs. Uh, they they only scored the one run in the sixth, but Rockies scored one in the third, one in the fourth, and one in the eighth. So if if you if you went to that game. Thinking you were going to see a high-scoring game, man, were you disappointed? Yeah. Uh, but I guess if you're a Rockies fan, you know all about disappointment. Oh yes, I went there. Okay. 
Cubs and Giants. Now, this was a game I actually watched the last part of. Uh, I had just finished watching the Dodger game, the very disappointing Dodger game. And uh, I, I have a TV here in, in the living room here. And I, 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 I never even thought of putting the MLB app on TV until like yesterday or the day before. So I, <laughs> yeah, it was yesterday. So I put the MLB app on the TV. I put in my email and password and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I watched the, the game yesterday, the, the uh, Braves and Dodgers game. So after after the game today, I switched over to the the Cubs and uh, Giants game, uh, just hoping that uh, the Cubs would beat the Giants because you know my two favorite teams, actually three favorite teams, are the Dodgers, Angels, and whoever's playing the Giants, uh, <laughs> and and the Padres too. Uh, but uh, so Kyle Hendricks comes Uh-oh. up to the plate. Yeah. Kyle Hendricks comes up to the plate. What do you think he does against Johnny Cueto? He either struck out or got a sacrifice bunt, is my guess. He hit a double down the left field line, believe it or not. Jeez. And I can I Yep. And and you know what? Um the Cubs Almost did not score him. <laughs> the leadoff double. Because uh, uh, let's see here, who was the next one coming up to bat? Let me, let me see if I can pull up, uh, pull that up here. Because um, that was, I believe, that was in the eighth inning. Let me see here. Because yeah, I'm, I'm serious. The the Cubs almost squandered that opportunity. Um, so uh, here. Top of the eighth, or was that in the seventh? Maybe it was in the seventh. What am I thinking of here? Um, okay, here, let me. Uh, okay, well, hold on here. Do, do, do. Okay, uh, let me go back here. Sorry, guys. Um, Okay, it was in the top of the fifth. Okay, so let me go back to the top of the fifth. Um, dee, 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 dee. Okay, so um, okay, so yeah, um, Kyle Hendricks doubles on a line drive to left fielder Alex Dickerson. Okay, uh, then your next batter up is Anthony Rizzo. He singles on a sharp ground ball to center fielder Stephen Dugar or Duggar. Uh, so Chris Bryant comes up. He strikes out. Don't, if you're a Cubs fan. Uh, then in Hap walks. So, next batter up is Javi Baez. And what does Javi Baez do? Strike he out. hits a... No, he actually hit a fielder's choice to the shortstop, Mauricio Dubon. Mauricio Dubon throws, to, throws home. Should have gotten him out. And possibly maybe even the double play, uh, depending on, on whether Javi Baez can beat it out or not. But the, um, the catcher, Buster Posey, usually a, a solid fielding catcher, can't field the ball. He can't catch the ball for whatever reason. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so um, 
Kyle Hendricks would have been out by the mile. Nope, he's safe. So, um, but they only score the one run. So, uh, you could also say, hey, you know, you have the bases loaded with one out. You should have been able to score more than one run out of that. But, no, they don't. Because then you got Jason Hayward that comes out, or comes up. He strikes out swinging. And then Patrick Wisdom, who just got called up, uh, he... He had a phenomenal I, – I will say this for Patrick Wisdom. He had a good game today because he also homered earlier. So, uh, um, yeah, he, he had a good game for, for the Cubs. Um, so I can't, I can't bash on him too much. So uh, Cubs do win this one 4-3. Uh, to three. Sorry for making a long story. I, <laughs> I just kind of found that funny. Um, anyway, uh, anytime the Giants can mess up, I always find hilarious. Um, so, uh, moving on, we got the Mariners and Angels. Uh, Mariners take this one 9-5. to five. The, the Angels continue to struggle. Uh, speaking of struggling, uh, let's take our little uh, look and see how, um, how uh, uh, God, now I can't think of his name. I? See, I cracked my phone the other day. I have a crack on my iPhone, and I can't really access it too well. And uh, I tried to get it fixed yesterday, and one of the screws evidently got stripped out. I don't know how it got stripped. I know I didn't do it. I didn't. I haven't ever touched my phone and tried to take it apart. But, uh, yeah, they wouldn't fix it, so I got to send it into Apple. Um, you know what? He didn't even... Oh, Clinic? Yeah. Clinic, uh... Jeez. I feel sorry for poor Jared. Um... I don't, he he never even got in that bat today. He came in. That, he came, this is this is when you know you're you're not having a good uh, year at, at bat when they put you in as a, a as a pinch runner. They don't even want you uh, at the plate with a bat in your hand. Uh, poor Jared Clinic. Would you just care to guess what Jared Clinic's batting average is right now? I uh, one one seventy four. That would be too high. Okay, so then probably like one, one twenty-eight. That would still be too high. What? <laughs> yeah, he is batting oh ninety-six. Ah, send him back down. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, oh ninety-six for poor Jared Kalenic or Kalenic. Is that how you spell his name or his pronounce his name? I think Kalenic. it's Kalenic. Hell, Nick. Okay. Well, then that E after the L needs to come out. I don't know. Hell, hell, Nick. It doesn't sound even. If you look at it, it's it looks like you're supposed to say Kellenick or oh yeah, Kellenick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That E is silent. I guess I don't know. Um, moving on. Um, we got the Mets and Padres. Thank God the Mets beat the Padres six to two. So my night wasn't a total loss here, um, and my screen is acting up because I can't even. Now, I'm going to show you my screen right here. This is what it's doing. If if I page up like that, but now I'm huh. okay. Hold on, fine, fine then, because I'll I'll go up and then I'll go right back down. Okay, so uh, Sox and Yankees. Uh, uh, Red Sox win this one six to five in extras. Uh, 
Verdugo had a diving grab, so good for him. Um, former Dodger, of course. Um, in Boston, I don't know, maybe. Um, so I haven't really been following Alex Verdugo since he left the Dodgers. Sorry. Okay. So, anything else do you you want to bring up before we wrap this up and 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 tell everyone good night? Um, I know you're not a huge basketball fan, so I don't think we'll, we'll, I mean, we could touch on the playoffs, but nothing major there. Other than the Lakers getting pretty much upset, but, um, and then I know you don't care for, for boxing, so I won't touch on the Paul Mayweather fight. Um, Well, (laughs) you know what, we, we could, we could briefly touch on that because I know we've been on for a while, but. Um, <laughs> here, here's the, I have a, a thing to say about um, about the Lakers. Um, now you, you've got um, Anthony Davis at, hurt. Mm-hmm. That's probably the main reason why the lot the Lakers lost this series because Anthony Davis was hurt. Um, I I watched a video. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, where Stephen A. Smith? I I I don't don't agree with everything. Stephen A. Smith says, I think a, a lot of, some of the things he says is just ridiculous. <laughs> B- but he did make a lot of sense in this uh, take that he had yet yesterday. He said that the, the uh, title window for the Los Angeles Lakers in the Le- LeBron James area is closed. I, I agree with that. He, d- he does not think LeBron James will win another title with with the Lakers, and I don't know how you feel about that. I don't uh, if you agree with that or disagree with that. Um, I I I I I just don't I just don't see them doing it. I don't see them uh, I, being able to to uh, to uh, contend in the in the West. You've got uh, uh, Clay Thompson coming back, I believe, for the. For for the Warriors, uh, you've got uh, well, you can see what, what uh, Chris Paul did to turn around the the Suns. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't think you're going to see um, LeBron James uh, winning the more titles in L.A. I mean, he, he he's he's not uh, the dominant player he used to be. He's he's getting up there in age. I mean. Father Time is the undefeated champion. I know this absolutely. Um, I can't. I don't. I, I would love to be able to to, to swing a, a a bat like I could when I was younger. Uh, I don't know if I could. I don't even know if I could hit a home run now. Um, I would love to try, but I'm afraid I'd pop my shoulder out of socket. But um, anyway, I definitely know I can't throw a ball. Uh, if I th- throw a ball, my my. Sh- Something on my shoulder would just hurt. But anyway, enough about that. What do you What do you think? You think LeBron James will win any more titles with uh, the Lakers? Probably not. But he probably. I don't know. Maybe not. Probably now that I think about it. I my my philosophy was that he resigned with with the Lakers until his son LeBron James Jr. or Bronny comes in. 
and I believe 2024, I think? Mm -hmm. He's, wait, maybe 2023, not thinking about it. He's, ju he's just a bit older than I am. So I think 2023. 2023 or 2024, one of those years. I think it's 23, but anyways, and I think LeBron was going to try to be the first, um, uh, I guess they'd be the first father-son duo to play together. Um, and I think LeBron still is going to try to pull that off. That's why I don't think he's going to retire quite yet. But if he's <laughs> smart, he should retire and let his son do his thing. I mean, he's, he's yeah. learning from the, one of the best of all time. Arguably the best of all time. So I think <laughs> just that alone is going to make his son a great player. And I think he needs to kind of let off the gas and let his son kind of play on his own. Um, but it, it would still be cool to see him on the court together. Yeah, I and I haven't really followed his son. I don't know what... Is, is he... You think he's going to be... At as good of a player, if not better, than his father. I would I would say maybe as good as uh, hopefully as long as his allegation doesn't come back to bite him. Uh, I won't touch on that because you can research that on your own. Um, but other yeah. than that, he's he's been staying out of trouble with um, with all the media and whatnot. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's part of Phase Clan even. So, I mean, his reputation means everything to him. Um, so, I, I think for sure, though, he... I don't expect him to be any legal trouble or anything like that. I think he'll be able to stay on the court full-time unless he gets injured. And he'll probably go top five in his draft class, even. So, I expect him, and I have high expectations for him to to live up to his father. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to touch on it too much, and you're you're right. I'll research it later, maybe. Uh, maybe I don't want to know. Uh, I think it's it's kind of sad when you when uh, there's so many a athletes that you can mention and 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 include that word allegation in it. Uh -huh. I mean, that's that's that is. I don't. It, I don't it's. Yeah, it's just kind of a sad state of the world that we're living in. Um, anyway, uh, okay, quick touch on the uh, the uh, the uh, the was it Jake Paul and uh, uh, um, I can't think of the name. It's uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Lloyd, okay, Lloyd Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Yes. I saw the, 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 the big old stare down uh, between those two. Uh, is this, do you think Logan Paul is even qualified to be in the same ring with, with, with uh, Floyd Mary, Mary Mayweather? Or do you think this is just kind of a big publicity stunt? It's all for money. It really is. Floyd can literally end the fight right now as we speak, as it's going on, whenever he wants to. He's 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 trolling with, with Paul at this moment. Uh Paul looks very awful and hasn't really fought a legitimate guy. This is his first real test. I mean mm -hmm. he's not ready at all. And he he can't do it. Um same with his brother Jake. He's not fighting 
uh, fighting legit boxers. I know his brother Jake just announced that he had a fight with a, a former UFC champion. But even then, I expect him to win. The only reason he's undefeated is because he can't fight a real boxer. Uh, yeah. Between the two, Mayweather is the only legitimate boxer. And even then, look at Mayweather and McGregor's fight. Big money on the line, big trash talking. Mayweather shut him up real quick. And that's what he's doing with Logan. Logan's all in it for the money. He doesn't care. I mean, I mean, I would love to get knocked out by Floyd Mayweather and still win $10 million. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, it, it's yeah. all kind of uh, a, a stage fight, honestly. Because, like I said, Mayweather yeah. could end this fight at any given moment when he chooses to. He lands one one punch and, and Logan goes night-night. It re- he really will. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's true for anyone, though. If, if you hit somebody... Right, right in the chin there, right, just right. You know, it'll knock them out. I mean, uh, I think uh, there was uh, when I was in the army years and years and years ago. Uh, uh, just throw out the name George Foreman. Uh, George Foreman came out of retirement, uh, fought a heavyweight fight. Uh, I can't remember who it was against. I, I, I let me look that up because that is going to drive me nuts. Uh, oh my goodness! I'm thinking it was a but it can't be Buster Douglas. I'm, I'm just gonna look on Wikipedia because, um, let me see here. I'm sorry to have. Uh, uh, okay, so yeah, this happened in '92. Is it no 93? Okay, here we go. Uh, Michael Moore, that's right, it was against Michael Moore, probably a name you're not familiar with, and that's okay. Uh, but this happened in 1994. Uh, it says, I'm just going to read this from Wikipedia here. Uh, Foreman again set the challenge for the world championship after Michael Moore had beaten Holyfield. For the IBF and w, WBA titles. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Foreman's title challenge against Moore took place on November 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada, with Foreman wearing the same red trunks he had worn in his title loss to Ali 20 years earlier. This time, however, Foreman was a substantial underdog. For nine rounds, Moore easily outboxed him, hitting and moving away while Foreman chugged forward seemingly unable to pull the trigger on his punches. Entering the 10th round, Foreman was trailing on all scorecards. However, he launched a comeback in the 10th round and hit Moore with a number of punches. Then a short right hand caught Moore on the tip of his chin, gashing open his, gashing open his bottom lip, and he collapsed on the canvas. He lay flat on the canvas and the, as the referee counted him out. I, I tell you what, I remember that fight very vividly. Uh, I was I was stunned, um, as I'm sure everyone else in the whole uh, uh, world, probably, uh, as they watched that. No one had expected George Foreman to do that. So, um, yeah, that was, that was quite the upset. Probably one of the biggest upsets in boxing history, I would say. Uh, next to, uh, uh, I would say, uh, Mike Tyson uh, versus, 
no, I Buster Douglas. Thank you. I just remembered that. I don't know why I'm thanking myself, but anyway. Um, yeah. So you you never know what can happen, but is that, <laughs> is that likely? I don't know. I mean, but you know what? Someone's going to bet on him, and if he wins, they're going to make a lot of money. Well, so <laughs> to uh, rain on your parade, yeah. uh, I think the uh, fight has ended, and just from the looks of Twitter, I don't think I haven't seen anything official, but from from the looks of it, the uh, the only reason this person won is because they survived. Looks like, from all the glamouring on Twitter, that Paul wins this fight only because he survived. Even really? He got, only because he got, um, only because, wait, let's see. Um, let's see, let's look at some stats here. Mayweather was 7 of 4, yeah, so Mayweather put on a way better performance than Paul. Which means I feel like there was like some bribing of some sort or something. So okay, I don't necessarily think. Wait, hold on. Okay, so Jake thinks that Logan won, but whatever. Um, let me of see. Of course, Jake is gonna think Logan right, won. Jake, let me see if you guys know who Ariel Hawani is. She's a um one of the top insiders for UFC. I know he'll chime in on, on stuff like this, if I can freaking pull him up. Uh, where is he? Okay, hold on, I'll find him. Um, But just looking at some of these stat sheets, and these, these stats, I mean, look, look at this. For Mayweather, 50% on jabs to Paul's 10%. Mayweather has 39% power to Paul's 15%, and Mayweather has 40% uh, total to um, Paul's 13 Mayweather easily had won this fight, and if the judges don't favor... Um, oh, here's Hawani. Um, th this fight needs to go to Mayweather, unless Logan and Jake pulled some strings. Um, let me see. There's one tweet I was looking at. Here. Mayweather will win this technically via decision, but if you ask me, uh, he lost. You're uh, you're one of the greatest ever. Play around for a couple rounds and then pour it on. He didn't. He let Logan hang around. Paul surviving is a win for him. He he'll claim victory, and that's coming from Ariel Hawani, which I don't I don't know. Uh, the only reason I don't trust him because he's only really a UFC expert on this, and now. Twitter's going off because they really don't know who won this fight. And if you ask anybody, so, it's easily Mayweather. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm looking here on my uh, Twitter feed, too. And Looks like it said, went to Logan, though. Really? Really? Let me let me just look this up on Google and see what, what what's happening. I don't... Yeah, because that, that's not... I see a lot of people saying that if Logan Paul was still standing, it's a huge victory for him. Anything but Mary Mayweather knocking him out is a win. So he shouldn't have won this I even if he did survive. Let me see what ESPN's got to say here. Yeah, me. Let me check too. Look at friend, some friend. Uh, the title of the article: Floyd Mayweather dominates Logan Paul in exhibition bout. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um. Yeah, it looks like Mayweather should win this fight. He's a hat on the scorecards. And unless the there was some tampering or something, this is easily a Mayweather win and should be. Yeah, but team. you know what? This is boxing. Anything can happen. I've I've seen fights that have been dominated and go the other way. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but there's something fishy in, in the boxing world with the judges and stuff. Yes. I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody was paid off. Looks uh, like Logan takes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this does not, there's not doesn't it doesn't surprise me one bit. It does not surprise me. And I'm sorry, but I'm sure I'm sure the judges were looking at the fact that if 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 Mary Mayweather doesn't knock him out, yeah, we're, but, we're he's not going to win the fight. So no, that's I I I don't understand this. There has to be yeah. some tampering or some fishy business or something. Mayweather it, needs it, to an, be fifty one and or fifty one. You know, really should it's be. A, it's, it's an exhibition fight. I don't think it really matters. I I don't think. Yeah, it, it's it's this is the this is the kind of thing. If if you're Floyd May, May, Mayweather, I, I'm sorry you you don't take an exhibition fight and and tarnish your 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 uh, your 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 career or your your uh, championship or whatever whatever boxing history you have. Right. You, you just. You stay retired or whatever, and you 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 just you just enjoy life. You don't take bullcrap uh, exhibition fights against YouTubers. I'm sorry, you just don't do that mm-hmm. because yeah, it it's just ridiculous. Um, I still have not seen anything. Have you? Um, ESPN hasn't listed it yet. Um. I'm still looking at other things here. Um, I hope you all are enjoying this podcast as much as we've been uh, bringing it to you. This is this has actually been a lot of fun. Um, and I'm sorry it's taken so long. If you want, you can just watch or listen to this podcast in shifts. And of course, I'm talking about it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you guys should have like paced yourself or something. You know, listen to like 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Just listen to the whole week, you know. Just you know, listen to, you know, Monday start out listening to us in thirty minutes. Friday or Tuesday thirty minutes. Wednesday thirty minutes. Of course, you get all your information late, but you know it's okay. Um, yeah, I haven't Let's seen anything see. concrete. I'm checking up on the hashtag. Anything official? Let me see what MSN. I don't trust anything MSN dot com has anyway. But let me see if they have different information. Uh, their sports. Well, let's see. Nothing so far. Let me just look for Paul. <laughs> yeah, Mayweather was just so much better in this fight. Just looking at that, it's just stats. Um, still haven't seen anything. Yeah. 
Let me refresh and see. Um, no, still not in, unless, let me yeah, scroll down they, a bit. They have the scoring here. Uh, as far as I can tell, it only went eight rounds, I think, right? Yeah, it went, it went to the decision. Okay, so uh, they have the scoring know. Floyd 68, Logan 65. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, is, that's too close from what I've heard. I mean, we just saw on ESPN say that uh, Mayweather dominated uh, he did. Uh, Paul. But, yeah, the scorecard would... Their scorecard kind of says a different story. But, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's up with this. I yeah, in the meantime, if you want to get your an energy drink or something like that, and you don't know which one to get, go to Juggernaut.com and uh, use code Dodger Trash. Oh yeah. Uh, why Why would you do that? You say, well, heck, you can get a free shaker uh, if you use that code. Uh huh. Just just takes the cost of the sh of the shaker, and then you can have. Uh, I think uh, Trash uh, prefers the grape flavor. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just, you know. Uh, trash. Uh, tr trash. Trust Trash and get the grape flavor and then use code uh, Dodger Trash and, uh, yeah, you'll get a free shaker. And, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll know that uh, more people listen to this podcast than what we expected. So anyway, um, <laughs> I just noticed I, I gained a new uh, um, uh, yeah. Thank you, Windy City Edits. I appreciate that. I'll follow you back. Looks like okay. Paul did win this fight. Okay, what what sources are you using? Um. Okay, so that's just another guy. Okay. Well, that he okay. Hold on, that was not. I well, I saw the check mark and I clicked on the profile. I'm like, oh, okay, you're just a YouTuber. I guess you're not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I thought I had to check the bio. Um, let me, Some let me bias look up there, I would imagine. On, on Google and see if they actually yeah. have anything there, uh, sir. Um, I spelled his name. Of course, I did. Um, let me see if I just search up, search up his record and see if it's updated yeah, or not. Yeah, ESPN isn't naming anything yet. No, they still have him at 50-0. and 0. Uh, well, hey, no, that's from a day ago. Oh, here you go. Uh, uh, uh article from The Athletic. Um, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Okay, come on, where's the results? Oh, here you go. Um, did you not put in the results yet? Wait, hold up. I, I don't think... It. Um... They have just so many things. Okay, so that's... Uh, press... Okay, so the latest... It's... Just says that Mayweather was impressed with Logan. Oh, okay. And that was about 15 yeah. minutes ago. Um, yeah, so, uh, about 20-ish minutes ago, they saying it's over, surprising, no KO for Floyd Mayweather, and this is an exhibition, so there's no official winner. 
crowd not happy, Floyd warned y'all and called this event uh, a legalized bank, a legalized bank robbery. So there's not yeah. going to be a winner even? It's a draw. A four. It's a draw. And, and you know what? I'm sorry, but when you have an exhibition, when you have an exhibition match like this, I, I, it's, this is why everyone who blew this into a big thing, I'm sorry, but this, this is why I could even care less about this fight, why I didn't even know this fight was on, because it, it, it's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you get a, a, a champion, should have retired a long time ago, probably did retire, comes out of retirement, uh, thinking he's just going to dance around and, and, and earn all this money, and there's no winner. I'm sorry. That's dumb. And congratulations to all the people who spent money on pay-per-view fight. So yes, y'all is wasting your money. This is this is what you guys get. I'm sorry, y'all can hate me, but this is why you should never pay money for fights like this. I mean, it's just ridiculous. If you're going to spend money on a, on a fight, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, one that's a sanctioned heavyweight fight, not not these exhibition crap. Because this is like. Uh, Spending, spending. I, I don't know how much the fight was. I, I well, think if you it was people, like ten million, honestly. Well, I'm, how much? I mean, how much was it to to actually get the fight on pay per view or whatever? Was it like what fifty, sixty dollars, maybe? Probably, honestly. Okay, so so this is like spending fifty dollars for 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 a ticket to go watch uh, a base an exhibition baseball game on TV. It don't matter. It doesn't count. You don't you, you don't spend money on exhibition games or exhibition events. Unless you're just watching unless you just want to see beat the living shit out of okay. uh, out of uh, uh, a YouTuber. But I'm sorry, it isn't gonna happen. I don't yeah. think there's any <sighs> Yeah, something, some fishies here because even May's giving props, saying that Logan's good, and Logan's not. Some, some, yeah. some. There's some tampering here. I'm just yeah, looking there, at this interview that they've got with Floyd. There's, 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 there's something fishy in Vegas, uh, wherever here. this is. I don't. Yeah, where's this? This is not. This was in Vegas, right? Uh Miami, I believe. Oh yeah, this is at this is at the Hard Rock Stadium yep, there with the. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there, there, there's there's something fishy there. Something's fishy in in the Dolphin Stadium there. So yeah. um, big surprise there. Uh, anyway, um, well that's gonna do it for us now. <laughs> <laughs> we were rambling and rambling. It's okay. It'll take. Well, we we're, we've been on for two hours. This is by far the longest podcast we've done. Probably. The longest episode. But you know what? I think this has been the most fun uh, podcast we've also done. So. It's got a trade-off, so mm -hmm. uh, you might want to tell people in in the title to to um, to watch to listen to this podcast in in like thirty-minute segments or something like that. <laughs> Take a break. You know, it's 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 like it's like watching a long movie. Like uh, what, what's a long movie? Uh, like Lord of the Rings. 
this is this is like uh, you know a a a uh, epic uh, Lord of the Rings movie. Um, just hopefully just as good. Um, and uh, with, oh, but not with better special effects though. We can't afford special effects. So anyway, um, anyway, this is Dodger and trash. Saying peace, love, and baseball. We will see you next time. Have a good night, everyone. We're out.